Hi, this is Kristen Bass with encouragement from Kristen's Backyard. If this is your first time here, let me give you a little background on the many hats I wear. I am a Dallas, Texas bred girl living in Atlanta, Georgia, who is a wife and mom, choreographer and artistic director, Arthur, homesteader, founder and life organizer of Traveling Psychology Girl, LLC, where we declutter and organize your mind, home, and office. And I am an educator, which is what led me to do this podcast. If you like nature and the Bible, you have come to the right place. Here, I take elements of nature, insects, animals, and apply their behaviors and characteristics to biblical characters and principles. Sit back and enjoy encouragement from Kristen's backyard. I think this might be my last farm animal from the petting zoo, but I don't know, I have to check and see if I have at least one more, but I think this might be my last one. But today, I'm going to talk a little bit about cows. <laughs> okay, we see cows all the time when we're on road trips, right? Um, when I lived in Oklahoma, it was very common to see buffalo out on the fields. Um, Oklahoma is kind of known for its buffalo. And a lot of people eat buffalo, which... Uh, and bison because we have a lot of bison um, yeah but I don't particularly care much for bison meat but again a lot of people like it but we see cows all the time right and, and I don't think we really think about them much because we see them so often in Spain they have the running of the bulls you know a bull is just a male cow so, but I am going to talk a little bit, uh, not a whole lot, but a little bit about them. Um, and uh, if I can get my Wi-Fi tag right. But um, coming from CalsFarmAnimals.com, I think is where this is coming from. Farm Sanctuary, FarmSanctuary.com. They have a little bit of information on cows. When not contending with fearful captivity, cows spend most of their time wandering, foraging, socializing, and chewing things over and over and over and over again. <laughs> Creatures whose statue and strength were de depicted in the earliest cave paintings and human mythologies, over time humans breeding and treatment of cows as commercial goods are um, has led to abuse of these animals on an enormous industry scale i'm not going to get too much into the abuse but um we know that farmers you know they have cows and they slaughter them because they use them for meat for beef um and they're you know widely used for milk um 
and I'm thankful to them for milk because I happen to love milk but you know some people don't like the fact that they're being killed for meat but I have to say I don't eat a lot of beef but I do like it so I just have no comment on that I think that all animals were placed here obviously biblically they were placed here for us to eat not all animals but most of them and so cows unfortunately fit into the category of what we eat mother calves and their calves uh, they they form form strong emotional bonds immediately after birth cows rely on the bonds they have with each other to cope with stressful situations cows have a secret mental life in which they bear grudges nurture friendships and become excited over intellectual challenges that is coming from the sunday times in the uk um let's see contrary to the happy cow depicted in dairy industry advertisings these nurturing animals endure suffering on factory farms and talked about that a little bit because they are slaughtered cows used by dairy industry are intensely confined continually impregnated and bred for high milk production with little concern for their well-being and i have to say i don't want any animal to suffer um i mean besides the fact that they're being slaughtered but i mean as far as having them you know in an enclosed area not really taking care of them there are some farmers that i follow on youtube and i have to say you would never even know that they actually slaughter their cows for meat because they take such good care of them and you would think that if you are going to to utilize an animal for something to benefit you that you would do everything to take care of them but unfortunately like dog kennels unfortunately you know some dog kennels that you know storing them in places and not taking care of them and taking their calves from them um you know those type of things happen and it just should not be you should take care of you know any animal that you have we have chickens we obviously love their eggs and i want them to keep producing eggs so i take great care of my chickens you'll be amazed at their diet the things that i feed them on a day-to-day -day basis things from not just their chicken feed but uh scraps that we eat uh large amounts of kale and spinach that they have um i give them grains i give them sardines uh sometimes even give them cat food cat kibble and so i take very good care of my chickens and i get really good tasting eggs for it so you would think that it would be you know i do something for you you do something for me but unfortunately some places don't care about the animal though they may begin their short lives on rangeland young calves are nearly always separated from their nurturing mothers and often endure a series of painful uh uh i can't even say the word malitations including branding and i know i said it wrong and i do know the word but i always have a struggle with that word
y'all gotta pray for me okay but including branding dehorning and castration within their first year calves endure a long stressful journey to a feedlot where they will be fatted on an unnatural diet to reach an optimal market weight and be sent to slaughter in 2009 33 million cows were slaughtered for beef in the united states again this is coming from farm sanctuary it's very devastating um the life the life of a cow can be very difficult okay but i will say this if you were to compare our lives to a cow or if you were to look at our lives in general, the Lord takes care of us. He also takes care of animals. He provides them with people that should take care of them. And sometimes that doesn't happen the way they're supposed to and God holds them accountable for it. It's just like, you know, if you grew up and you did not have the best childhood, well, I always believe that God looks at that parent and say, I entrusted this child with you because I knew that you had something that this child needed. I knew it was something in you that they that you needed to put in them. You did not do that because we all have self-will, right? So you did not do that. So therefore, you're going to have to suffer the consequences. And unfortunately, we may not see those consequences, right, when we want to. However, the Lord says, vengeance is mine. So it's just like, you know, if your child gets in trouble at school, they've done something wrong. You may not necessarily act right away, but that doesn't mean that you are not going to act. And it doesn't mean that they're not going to be punished for their wrongdoings. So when I come back, I want to show you that though some cows may not have the best life because the farmers that should be caring for them are not, I want to show you how God still cares. So when I come back, I'll dive right in. Coming from Psalms 50, reading from the New International Version, it says, The Mighty One, God, the Lord, speaks and summons the earth from the rising of the sun to where it sets. From Zion, perfect in beauty, God shines forth. Our God comes and will not be silent. A fire devours before him, and around him a tempest rages. He summons the heavens above and the earth that he may judge his people. Gather to me this consecrated people who made a covenant with me by sacrifice. And the heavens proclaim his righteousness, for he is a God of justice. Listen, my people, and I will speak. I will testify against you, Israel. I am God, your God. I bring no charges against you for you concerning your sacrifices or concerning your burnt offerings, which are ever before me. I have no need to of a bull from your stall or of goats from your pens. For every animal of the forest is mine, and the cattle on a thousand hills. I know every bird in the mountains, and the insects in the fields 
are mine. If I were hungry, I would not tell you, for the world is mine. And all that is in it. Do I eat the flesh of bulls or drink the blood of goats? Sacrifice, thank offerings to God. Fulfill your vows to the Most High and call on me in the day of trouble. I will deliver you and I will honor you. But the wicked person, God says, what right have you to recite my laws or take my covenant on your lips? You hate my instruction and cast my words behind you. When you see a thief, you join with him. You throw in your lot with adulterers. You use your mouth for evil and harness your tongue to deceit. You sit and testify against your brother and slander your own mother's son. When you did these things and I kept silent, you thought I was exactly like you. But I now arraign you and set my accusations before you. Consider this, you who forget God, or I will tear you to pieces with no one to rescue you. Those who sacrifice, thank offerings, honor me. And to the blameless, I will show my salvation. Oh my gosh, that was a mouthful. It was a lot. And I don't even think I need to talk much about it. Because as you can see, God is our vindicator. He is the one that sees all. And he takes care of this earth. He takes care of all the animals. He said the cattle upon a thousand hill, it all belongs to him. Even the insects, okay, the insects on the ground. The, the insects are his. The insects are his. The insects are his. That is amazing to me. So there are animals that are being mistreated. There are people that are being mistreated. But God, though he seems to be silent, you are in a dangerous place when you can do evil to someone and it is quiet. You are in a very dangerous place when you can do wrong and is silent. Because though the Lord is silent, he's watching all and he hears all. You thought I was exactly like you, he said, when you did these things and I kept quite silent. You thought I was exactly like you. Verse 22, consider this. You who forget God, or I will tear you to pieces. Now, I don't want, no, I don't want the Lord telling me he's going to tear me to pieces. That just don't sound, you know, I done seen some stuff in movies. Uh, <laughs> and, and I just particularly don't want it. There is a scene in uh, Clash of the Titans when I forget the man's name, and I'm really embarrassed that I forget his name because I watched that movie like a million times. But uh, the bad guy who was, an, who was, I guess you could say, Perseus' stepfather, 
because his wife was pregnant by Zeus, who deceived uh, her by pretending to be her son. I want to say, no, it wasn't Poseidon, but who he, her husband was king, and Zeus deceived his wife, making his wife think that it was a husband, and he slept with her. You know, because he made himself look like him, of course. He slept with her. And there you got Perseus. And the guy, the I guess I was, again, say the stepfather, <laughs> the, the unwanted stepfather, was coming after Perseus and his gang. And there was one scene where he literally ripped a man in half. <laughs> And so when I read this scripture, I, I think about that part in that movie. I'm like, dang, dang, <laughs> you ain't going to recover from that. We don't want the Lord to tell us that. So it is so important to treat people right. And again, we're not talking about people that make mistakes. But we're talking about people that just do wrong for no dog, doggone good reason. They just do wrong. And they're happy to do wrong. They're happy to be evil. They're happy to be deceitful. They're not taking care of children. They're not taking care of even the animals. Come on, you got to take care of the animals, y'all. God sees all. You know, you really have to think about this. The animals were here before us. The trees were here before us. Everything was here before us. We were put on this earth with everything. We were provided with everything. And the things that have been destroyed on this earth is because we destroyed it. We destroyed that. We did that. So if God put it here before he put us, don't you think we're supposed to take care of it? We're supposed to care about it? So next time you being mischievous and, and wrong, treating, treating animals wrong, you might want to rethink some things. Because God, though he might be silent, does not mean he's not watching. So I just want to leave you with that. But thank you so much for listening to the podcast. Again, I think this is the last animal. Now I'm working in the yard. <laughs> but I think this is the last animal. But I don't remember. So I will be back next time and I will come back, guess what, with something either way. Whether it is an animal from the uh petting zoo or is something else there is always something to talk about so thank you for listening to encouragement from christmas backyard and i will be with you my dears next time god bless you hi this is kristen and thank you so much for listening to encouragement from kristen's backyard you know the bible says in john 3 16 for God so loved the world that he gave his one and only son, that whoever believes in him shall not perish, but have eternal life. You know, maybe after listening to the podcast, if you are not saved, you're thinking, I would love to give my life to Christ. If so, all you have to do is confess your sins to him, ask him to forgive you, and he will, and then say, Lord Jesus, come into my heart. I accept you as my personal Lord and Savior. And you know what? It is done. You are saved. If you enjoy listening to the podcast and want to follow me on social media, 
I am at three different places on Instagram. You can follow me at KB Simple Life, Encouragement from Kristen, or my business page, Traveling Psychology Girl. Thank you so much for listening and supporting what I'm doing here. God bless you. God bless you. And I will be with you next time.